Welcome to the Italian Wine Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Vinitali International Academy, announcing the 24th of our Italian Wine Ambassador courses to be held in London, Austria, and Hong Kong from the 27th to the 29th of July. Are you up for the challenge of this demanding course? Do you want to be the next Italian Wine Ambassador? Learn more and apply now at vinitaliinternational.com. Welcome to this special Five Star Wines and Wine Without Walls series on wine, food and travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. For the next weeks, we will be focusing on a dozen trophy-winning wineries from the competitions that took place in Verona at the start of Vinitali in early April. The winning wines are without doubt some of the very best that Italy has to offer. What I'm most interested in discovering are the stories behind the bottles, learning about the wines themselves, of course, and also about the people who make them, where they're from, what they eat, how they live. It's a fascinating journey that will take us all across Italy, and I hope you will join me. Welcome to Wine, Food and Travel with me, Mark Millen, on Italian Wine Podcast. In this special five-star wines and wine without walls edition, I'm delighted to shine a spotlight on the wine estate of Cantine Federici, located on the southern seaboard of Liguria, virtually on the border with Tuscany. Cantine Federici has just won the Miglior Vino Rosato, the Best Rosé Wine Award, for its Vermentino Rosato Prima Brezza 2021 at the prestigious Five Star Wines competition that took place in Vinitali in April. My guest today is Dottore Luca Federici, who joins me from Luni, an historic town that is the home of Cantine Federici. Buongiorno, Luca. Many congratulations on this important award. Thanks for being my guest today. How are you? Thank you, Mark. It's a pleasure for me to talk about my territory and my company. Great. Well, first of all, for our listeners, can you tell us a little bit about where you are on this beautiful Ligurian coast? It's such a special area, and I want our, our listeners to be able to, to get an idea of where you are located and what's so special about the Colli di Luni. Okay. My farm, Valle del Sole, of the Federici family, is located in the north of Italy, on the fair, uh, eastern part of Liguria, on the border with the Tuscany, and exactly in the middle between Genoa and Florence. The territory is uh, characterized by a rich and a very countryside, and is uh, composed of a green hill immersed in a Mediterranean brush, hill covered by olive grove and vineyard, with a fortified village and uh, close between uh, the sea on the side and the one half on the other. This is uh, one of the most unique locations that uh, seem very much born to the wine production. The proximity to the sea granted us uh, a mild climate and uh, rich saline wine that rises to the north in the morning and in the evening, we have an excellent temperature range guaranteed by the cold wind 
that descend uh, from the Apuana Alp that uh, reach about 2,000 meters about sea level. The area offered a very range of places uh, to discovery, starting with uh, the ruin of Luni, fully the, the splendid Chivitas, which uh, is uh, only 500 meters from our company, and uh, within a very easy to walking uh, distance, uh, and uh, where is a uh, possibility to visit the Roman Museum and the Roman Amphitheater that uh, took uh, two uh, thousand years history for the wine production uh, in our area. Two thousand years of history of wine production. That's amazing. So Luni itself is a historic town. It was an important town for the Romans, wasn't it? And as you say, wines from the Colli di Luni have been appreciated and written about and drunk and exalted since the time of the Roman Emperor Augustus. So it's a lengthy period of history of wine in your area. Hey, this is a, a, we have a very, a winemaking tradition uh, really famous that the Plinio Vecchio, the famous writer in our time, wrote uh, that the, in his natural historia that the wine of Luni win the palm of the best in the Julia area. So very important document for uh, the winemaking in our tent. Well, that's, that's an extraordinary uh, patrimony. And I think that's one of the most interesting things about Italian wine is that, you know, we're discovering wines and wines are being made by modern methods, but with histories that go back literally thousands of years. And we know that this, this landscape of vineyards and olive trees, olive groves that you've described with the sea on one side glistening in the sunshine and the high mountains rising behind has probably changed very little over all of this time. Yeah, we are in a very, very, really privileged location. Uh, we are uh, less uh, one kilometer, uh, one kilometer from the the sea, and uh, about uh, one hour from the up one half. And uh, very, very important uh, with uh, for the tourist when uh, you can uh, make a lot of uh, shows. A uh, few kilometers from the beautiful tourist resort of Ligurian Riviera, famous, uh, the most uh, for the poeti, Lerici, Porto Venere, uh, famous Cinque Terre in Portofino. And in the other side, uh, the luxury tourism are uh, from the Fort di Marmi and uh, the Toscan city, uh, such as Pisa and Florence. So for the tourist, uh, we really have uh, so many alternatives to show the splendid. Uh, to spend here uh, holidays uh, and uh, which uh, very good wine and food. Now, tell us a little bit about um, the family history of Baia del Sole. It's a business that your family have been farmers in this area for more than a hundred years, so several generations now. Was that originally under the time of the Mezzedria? Yeah, um, my family originally was born in Luni. In the heart of the Polydiluni DOC, we have a long tradition of winemaking which uh, had been conserved and handed down from generation to generation. Uh, the actual company came about in 1985 from uh, an intuition of uh, the third generation 
from Giulio Federici, my father, and uh, my mother, Isa, uh, through the upgrading and uh, antique firm house, they decided to mainly uh, concentrate the, on the cultivation of a typical kind of wine uh, that came from uh, this territory, uh, such as Vermentino, and the production of a fine quality wine. Uh, for us, uh, the viticulture is a family tradition that we've followed us uh, since we were born. Uh, we look uh, and we sense uh, experience uh, the, um, the experience. We, we know how the ambassador of the culture of uh, our territory and this push us to take uh, great care of the environment, clean uh, and uh, people to produce, uh, to produce wine uh, that are characterized by the a unique sensation that know how to express the typical flower and aroma of the, the land it comes from. Uh, today, the company arrived to the fourth generation with uh, my brother, Andrea, uh, that is in charge for uh, the commercial and agriculture side. Uh, and me, I follow the working of the wine seller and the administrative, uh, the administrative side of the business. The production area of my farm is really modern. We keep it with the last technology and use all the only usubaric bottling line that they ensure the utmost care in the bottling of the wine. Uh, the new wine cellar is about 1,600 meters square. was inaugurated in 2015 and it's with the to blend uh, with the surrounding countryside, was built uh, and projected according to the principles of um, ecologic design. Uh, the wine cellar, uh, which together with the, the other three that uh, the antique building uh, represent uh, the desire to reduce the environment impact and uh, maximize, maximize energy saving. Uh, the, the unique and particular shows to build under the sea level, because the wine cellar is under the sea level, uh, aim to explore, to explore the, um, the natural stability of, uh, of the, and also the humidity and the temperature uh, that is guaranteed by the water present uh, all, around, all around the wine cellar. Well, that's, um, that's really interesting to hear how the family farm has evolved, and it's particularly the, in the last decades. The the family, though, your family, the Federici family, have always been strong believers in this grape variety that you've mentioned, this important grape variety, Vermentino. It's something that is, we're finding more Vermentino wines available internationally now, and people are beginning to find and discover Vermentino. Tell us about Vermentino, why it's a special and unique variety, and how is Vermentino able to express its particular style and personality in the Colli di Luni? Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to Italian Wine Podcast. We know there are many of you listening out there, so we just want to interrupt for a small ask. Italian Wine Podcast is in the running for an award, the best podcast listening platform through the Podcast Awards, the People's Choice. Listener nominations is from July 1st to the 31st, and we would really appreciate your vote. We are hoping our listeners will come through for us. So if you have a second and could do this small thing for us, just head to italianwinepodcast.com from July 1st to the 31st and click the link. We thank you and back to the show. Vermentino uh, is very important uh, grape variety in our territory. We uh, plant it in uh, two different areas. One in the, is in the valley of the river Madra, in the proximity to the sea, and this uh, territory is characterized by the soil and the uh, fraction mixed with the uh, silt and the sand clay. And uh, also in the, in the north, in the hill, the soil on the hill has a height uh, uh, characterized by a lot of skeleton rich of soil with the natural element, uh, rock and pebbles. Uh, uh, Vermentino for me is, uh, I call Vermentino a, a navigator uh, grape because they need the sea uh, for uh, express uh, the best uh, sensation. And uh, in our territory, we are very fortunate because uh, we have the, the sea um, and uh, we are very close to the mountain. So it's the different Vermentino from the other part of Italy. And for me, this is one of the best uh, territory uh, for Vermentino. Well, well, that's interesting because, as you're saying, Vermentino is one of those great varieties that can express itself differently depending on the terroir, on the territorio. For example, Vermentino from the Pigato wines from the Riviera Ligure di Ponente, for example, or in Ruero, where the Vermentino is known as Favorita. And of course, Vermentino from Sardinia has a different style. And even in Provence, where the grape is known as Rol, we're having different expressions depending on the, the, the microclimate, the soil, and all of these different factors. But I think that these Colli di Luni wines are very, very special. What would you say the characteristics are? This salinity from the sea air and a certain minerality coming from your area? How, is, how would you describe your style of Vermentino? Uh, I think that uh, you, you see the best characteristic. So the, uh, the typical uh, aromatic uh, and uh, uh, have, uh, the first taste is with a little sweet, with a yellow flesh, and uh, with a lot of uh, also flower sensation, and the ending with a lot of mineral and uh, the taste is a very good balance from acidity and very good structure and 
for me, very personal, a lot of personality and elegant uh, final mineral taste. Well, let's turn now to the wine that won your five-star wines trophy, the Vermentino Rosato Prima Brezza 2021. Now, this wine is produced from a grape I myself have not encountered before, Vermentino Nero. Is this actually a biotype of Vermentino, or is it a completely different grape variety? It's a completely different uh, variety. Uh, the name is similar, but uh, really different variety. It was born uh, uh, from the research of uh, an old grape, uh, Vermentino red grape, that was missing uh, in our territory because uh, of uh, its difficulty vegetation. But uh, some farmers have invested and uh, bet for a uh, new life for this uh, variety. Uh, this food uh, currently uh, cultivated only in the area of La Spezia, in the border with Tuscany, at the, in the first uh, meter of uh, Tuscany in Massa Carrara. Uh, we are very, very proud, very happy win with uh, this uh, particular grape because uh, our farmer uh, we work uh, uh, with vermentino in a different method for the vermentino white wine we make also a particular uh, spumante from uh, with the classic method and uh, also we make uh, a passito wine from vermentino so and uh, in the last 10 years, also Vermentino in uh, rosé type, uh, making uh, in, the, in the land, uh, in the border with our farm, uh, all around the city of Luni. And uh, for this verification, we have a very careful selection of the grape. We make a soft pressing with the, the use of uh, only uh, Florence, uh, flow with the juice. We cool in that at about 10, 12 degrees and uh, for the natural sedimentation. And after we make a fermentation at the con uh, the, for, with the control temperature at uh, 16, 17 degrees uh, for uh, 15 days. Uh, another, uh, and after resting another 30 days with uh, nobleness. And uh, the particularity of our uh, rosato is the color. It's a little more uh, important color. Uh, we prefer to stay some year, some hour more uh, in the contact with the skin and juice. So not a pale rosato, but much fuller in color. My colleagues. Uh, uh, in particular, my fellow podcaster, uh, Cynthia Chaplin, who is an expert uh, in Rosato wines and a great lover of Rosato wines, has told me about this wonderful wine, how she was so impressed with, with it when she tasted it at Vinitaly, and she said she's not at all surprised that it won the trophy. So, complimenti. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Now, Luca, can we turn to the foods of Liguria and to how they pair with your wines? Vermentino is a terrific wine to enjoy with, 
with the wonderful seafood of the Turanian coast. Can you give us maybe a few examples of some of the piatti tipici, the sort of foods that people will enjoy when they come to the Colli di Luni? Absolutely. Uh, we have a lot of the seafood dish, such as uh, the mushrooms, which uh, right here in the Golf of La Spezia, that we call muscoli. And uh, very, very good combination. Oh, wonderful. That sounds great. We have the anchovies from uh, Monterosso, the acciughe from Monterosso, uh, the octopus from Tellaro style, with, uh, that we're cooking with the potatoes and the tajasta olive. Uh, the classic seafood, sea uh, brim and sea bass. And also we have the famous pesto, the famous pesto alla Genovese. Of course. We, we can cook in excellent pasta. The most famous uh, is a trophy. And uh, we, we cre- with the, the pesto, we can uh, create a lot of combination with the vermentino grape variety. And of course, the pine nuts and the the Parmigiano Reggiano, I guess, would be the cheese, or would it be a local cheese? This wonderful emulsion that is made to go over trofie, trofie, a small handmade pasta, a little twisted spiral. Is that correct? Yes, it's, it's correct. Uh, our very famous in our territory is uh, cooking with pesto, but also with the seafood, and uh, also we have a. Uh, we are in the border with Tuscany, so we have also uh, Tuscany cooking in the U.S. We have Testaroli oh. from Lunigiana, and uh, we have Farinata, a delicious, uh, yeah, delicious low uh, golden savory cake made from the... The chickpeas, the ceci. Yeah, ceci. Ceci in our territory in La Spezia, a very famous Farinata. Oh, I love the farinata. I think uh, the farinata sliced straight out of an oven with a glass of vermentino is one of the great food and wine combinations. Yes, also we have uh, a focaccia, famous focaccia ligure. And um, for the first, we have uh, the pansotti, you know, pansotti. There are uh, ravioli filled with the vegetable and uh, usually topped with an excellent uh, Walnut sauce. Oh, walnut sauce. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. And what wine would you have with the panzotti? Uh, with panzotti, for me, I have uh, a wine mixed with vermentino and albarola. It's another local grape. Albarola. Yeah, and with a good aromatic sensation, a little more, little more fruited and stay very well with the panzotti. Mm, that sounds delicious. What about... Uh, the uh, prize-winning Rosato, the Vermentino Rosato Prima Brezza. What would be, uh, for this medium-bodied, full-in-color Rosato, what would you most enjoy eating with this with this wonderful wine? Yeah, I can say, uh, for me, we have a Ligurian-style uh, rabbit. Ah. It's a second course typical of Liguria, but no in throat Italy. 
is uh, preparing with the tajasta olive, uh, olives, herbs, and uh, pine nut. And uh, the rabbit is mixed also with the red or white wine for cooking sometimes. And for me, also ros rosato, you can use also for cooking and after to drink. That sounds fabulous. And actually, it's a reminder with the, the of the herbs and the, the foods from the from the hills and the mountains, not just the seafood of Liguria, this nice mix in the cucina between uh, the, the hills, the mountains, and the seaside. Luca, it's been a real pleasure meeting you today. Telling, learning the story of Baia del Sole, the Cantine Federici winery in southern Liguria, almost on the border with Tuscany, hearing about the dedication to the Vermentino grape and to your sustainable approach to viticulture, and as well celebrating this wonderful trophy that you've won for the the Rosato, Vermentino Rosato. You've also introduced our listeners to this special corner of Liguria that is perhaps not so well known, but which certainly deserves a visit. So I hope people listening to us today will find a way to visit and to seek out the Baia del Sole wine estate and to taste your wines at the source. Thank you very much for being my guest today. I really appreciate it. And I hope that I can come and see you soon and taste your wonderful wines. Grazie. Grazie mille. Thank you very much, uh, Mark. I wait you in my company and all tourists that want to know my territory. Thank you very much. A presto. A presto. Thanks for listening to this episode of Italian Wine Podcast. Brought to you by Vinitali Academy, home of the gold standard of Italian wine education. Do you want to be the next ambassador? Apply online at vinitaliinternational.com for courses in London, Austria, and Hong Kong, the 27th to the 29th of July. Remember to subscribe and like Italian Wine Podcast, and catch us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever you get your pods. You can also find our entire back catalog of episodes at italianwinepodcast.com. guys, I'm Joy Livingston and I am the producer of the Italian Wine Podcast. Thank you for listening. We are the only wine podcast that has been doing a daily show since the pandemic began. This is a labor of love and we are committed to bringing you free content every day. Of course, this takes time and effort, not to mention the cost of equipment, production and editing. We would be grateful for your donations, suggestions, requests and ideas. For more information on how to get in touch, go to italianwinepodcast.com.